all of that's a lie. I am a, I am in shock. I'm in shock that that message has come to you. I she's lost the word. I feel. I, feel <laughs> I have um, been betrayed. And yeah, wow, yeah, I am a bit lost for words. What a GR. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people, one of the 29 clan groups that make up the Eora Nation. We acknowledge the traditional owners who are connected to this land and acknowledge their unbroken connection and sovereignty to all the lands that now make up Australia. We extend that acknowledgement to all of the traditional owners connected to the country you may be listening to this podcast from. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Before we get into today's episode, we do want to warn listeners there is some content that could be triggering for some people. If there's anything that's brought up today that affects you, know there is someone out there to listen. Make sure you call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hello and welcome back to When We Grow Up, the podcast we ask where we've been to know where we're going. We're your hosts. I'm Molly Silva. Wow. Hey, how <laughs> So Nico is on his phone and did not pay attention to the second of my introduction then. Good start. Real professional. I'm sick of hearing it. That's why. Okay. We just need like you to pre-record it and then we can play that every time. Yeah, but the people like my commitment to the bit every week. They don't know that you do it every time. Well, now they do. Now we've revealed some of the inner workings behind the podcast. Can you not chew into the microphone too? Oh, my God. I'm just glad you've got chewy in your mouth so I can't smell your coffee breath again. Do you know how much of a complex I have about my breath now? Because you should. You really should. Probably contrary to the tone that the way that this podcast is starting, we're good. Life is good. I'm stoked to be back in the studio. You know I love spending so much time with you. I'm not getting sick of it at all as you roll your eyes. Let's start with some wins and challenges. I'm actually getting sick of it. But I don't even know. A win for me is watching you squirm. Me squirm? You squirm. When did I squirm? Right now. Why? Because you got a big pimple on your head. Oh, of course. You had to bring that up straight away. Yeah, well, I, I just didn't come prepared this time. I, I usually come prepared, people. But I forgot, forgot about my win. Just you carrying on just before we come on air about, you know, the camera angle's going to be on my pimple, it's not going to be on my pimple, but... That's my win, seeing you squirm wow. of how you look right now. Okay, well. Don't care, man. Just just own. Own it. It just feels really big. It feels really big. And it looks big. <laughs> and it's just like this one lone pimple that now that we've spoken about, yeah, we'll zoom in on it yeah. for a video for you guys. Might have to Are give it a that? name. No, it's all right. Like, I'm pretty secure in myself. I love that. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, Marley Silver. We've kind of gone backwards. Usually we start with challenges, don't we? Well, it's just the front of my mind. I okay. need to get it out there. <laughs> my challenge this week is my dog, and I love my dog, but I put it out there on Instagram about puppy school or professional trainer, if you've seen it on my story. And the reason I did that is because my dog attacks. He's very food aggressive. Mm. And I don't know why. Marley might seem, well, Marley seemed to think that it could have been when she, he was at the litter and they might have been starving him from food. 
but not the not the owners, no, 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 no. not the the breeder, the the other puppies. I there. think that the litter could have been competitive. Yeah, could have been really competitive, and so like I've been trying to take the bowl off him, and he was still like he really viciously attacks, and he sees red, and it's like not cool because he's so cute and he doesn't attack. He doesn't not a vicious dog. He loves puppies, loves people, but food, wow. Yeah. So I put it out there to, to find out whether what I should do. And if you have any tips about food aggressive dogs, let me know. So that's a bit of a challenge because yeah. I just don't want my nieces or some kids and running up to him while he's eating and then he attacks. So yeah, yeah that's the only only thing wrong with the little Baxi boy. Yeah. So that's a challenge for me. And can I say the other day when you were going out there to try and do that testing of pulling the food away while he's eating and you had the oven mitt on yeah. it, you were so scared. I was like, scared. <laughs> I was scared too. But yeah, he's he's a good boy, but that is definitely some behavior we need to get on top of. Yep. I'll tell you what, for the first time, I am struggling to come up with a challenge. Ooh, look for at the you past go. couple of weeks. Life is good. I'm on an up on a what is it? On a trajectory. Roller coaster that's only going up. That's what it feels like at the moment. Never heard that before. Well, it, now you have. I feel great. I've had lots of wins. So I'm just gonna do multiple wins. Can I do that? No. Why? Because it's not multiple wins. This segment is called Winner Challenge. Well, my challenge is not being able to find a challenge. My challenge was missing out on Taylor Swift tickets, tried all the pre-sales and the regular sale, and I I actually got a message the other day about asking if I wanted to go as a guest in a box. You're a liar. And there's only four tickets. Don't do this to me. And you know what? I've already promised three others. You're a gronk. That's not even a funny joke. I'm actually being serious, and she just called me a gronk on air, people. Not for the first time. Gronk? Yes, I have called you a gronk. I shouldn't on this. ever come out of a lady's mouth, gronk. Why? Because. A lady's mouth. Anyway, keep going. What's your win? <laughs> oh, well, in, in my upward trajectory, there's a few things that I was explaining this to you the other day, right? So as the people who listen know, I am first and foremost a writer in my many kind of roles and things I do in my life. And I've found since writing kind of became part of my job that the time that I spend on just kind of like writing for leisure or writing to reflect is really, really impacted by my emotions. And if I'm stressed or if I've got too much going on or if I'm not feeling 100% about myself, I I'm not writing, like I just can't write. And it's honestly been a really long time since I've like felt compelled just to sit down and start writing about my life or whatever. And it came back to me the other day and I just was writing with fervor. Like I was like, whoa, like felt like I could write a brand new book. Like it's just been coming out of me. So that's been a big win. Well, did you write a book? It's coming. Okay. I'm double barreling my win here. And the other win was over the weekend, was up on the Gold Coast for the Gold Coast Marathon. I did not run the marathon. I ran the 10K again, as I've spoken about. You know, I like running, even if I look like an idiot. Ran a PB. Did you finish? By six minutes. I beat my PB by six minutes. Really? Yes. Are you sure? I swear to God. Okay. Well, I've heard otherwise. From whom? I've heard otherwise. From whom? So this is someone who went to the marathon and I think they must have knew about our podcast. Yeah. And they said they seen you. Mm. And they sent me a voicemail. What actually happened on the Gold Coast You're marathon. a liar. Let's have a listen, people. Because I can when she said she didn't have any challenges, I thought of this straight away, this should have been your challenge because 
she's lied to you all. Have a listen. Hey, Nico, mate. Big fan. Uh, I've got a little bit of a funny story for you. So last weekend, me and the missus, we did this little uh, half marathon sort of thing at the Gold Coast, 10K run. Uh, anyway, so we get there, we see Marley, uh, we say hello, she's lovely. Um, apart from her outfit, she was dressed in legit slick all black, had fluoro blue socks and purple knocks on, but anyway. So we get there, we start, you know, we start running, we see Marley, she's taken off like a flash. She has the worst running style I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding, the arms are going, the legs are going at different, oh, I don't know what, she's like a baby giraffe. <laughs> but anyway, we get about five, six k's in, you know, me and the missus, we're, no, we're not fitness freaks or anything, so, you know, we're a bit behind. And we see this thing up ahead, we're like, fucking, what is that, what's going on up here? There's a big commotion, people standing around <laughs> and that, anyway, we keep running, um, you know, we get a bit closer, I'm like, oh, fuck, is that? It's not her, is it? <laughs> so we get a bit closer, guess who it is? It's Marley. She's, she's down and out. I don't know what's happened. I thought, oh, shit, she must have some cramps or something. We're about six, seven Ks in. Yeah, fair enough. Bit of cramp. Uh, but anyway, we get up close and we're like, what's going on here? She's get, she's down and out. I don't know. She's fainted. Her head's as red as a fucking beetroot. It's all going on. Anyway, she gets picked up. She gets, um, you know, she gets she gets lifted up by a few people. They've got her up, They've got her under the arms like she's just been fucking knocked out cold in, in, in a game of footy. They've carried her off to the side anyway, give her some water, some Powerade. There's a lady there helping her, wash her face, put a bit of water down her neck. Um, you know, the next thing we see her get, in, get into the car. We go, what's going on here? Anyway, we get to the finish line. Uh, long and behold, guess who's already there finished? Miss Marley, mate. She say, I just wanted to call her out and she didn't do no PB. Let me give you the tip, mate. She, the PB she done would have been fucking the PB in the car. The time from getting up off the, off the concrete into the car. That's the only PB she done. She got carried like a bag of shit. I just thought I'd let you know, mate. I'd call her out on the, um, you know, on the PB. She's thinking she breaks PBs and that, mate. She didn't break anything, mate. I thought she broke her leg. That's what I thought. Oh, Billy from Burley. Thank you so very much for sending that. <laughs> all of that is a lie. Just so the people. So you just lied to all it your followers. It is a complete saying lie. you had a six-minute PB and a six-minute PB. And Billy from Burley can sit on it and rotate. No, right. <laughs> that was. So a, you just got to six kilometers. You've got did to you, six kilometers, and you. How did how did you, you set this up? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to know how did you set this up? I don't who know what you're you, talking about. Who. who what did you message? What did you put out into the space to get that kind Look of message? Look how defensive you're getting. This well, must have happened. This it's a lie. It's a lie. To all you followers and wow. you listeners, Marley Silva has just lied to you all. She didn't finish. She pretty much passed out, knocked out, picked up into the pussy bus slash car and was driven to the finish line. All of that's a lie. I am a, I am in shock. I'm in shock that that message has come to you. I, She's lost for words. I feel, I feel <laughs> I have um, been betrayed. And, yeah, wow, yeah, I am a bit lost for words. What a G up. I was really proud of my run. And my point of talking about the running was that <laughs> running culture is the best and there was so much wholesome love and happiness and support. I'm really glad they all got, got around you and, like, there was a – Everyone was picking you up when you were down. That's that's a good running support you're talking about. I was flying. Wow. I'm hurt. I'm hurting. <laughs> There's my challenge. There's my challenge that I was struggling for. What the hell? 
I'm not happy with that at all. Anyway, moving on to our next segment, Marley Silva. Anyway, just a few things that we wanted to talk about. A couple yep. of things that have come in over the last couple of weeks. Actually, the first thing I want to talk about is a proposal that I have. I have a proposal. To me? To the universe. Okay. On behalf of you, actually. Behalf has to of do me. With you. Yes. So over these last couple of weeks, and I would like to hear whether the listeners are also on the train that we're on, we are on, which is? How many stops? No, the train that we're on. Yeah, how many stations are we stopping at? Or are we just going All straight? stations. All stations. All stations, bringing people along, okay. right? And that train, of course, is Love Island, UK. Mm-hmm. We're big fans. That was going to be my in and oh. out. Anyway, keep going. You just ruined my life. Well, you should warn me of these things. Okay. I think you're going to like this, though. Love Island UK, we're very into it. We've been watching a couple of episodes a night when we're both at home. And something that I have learned and come to be quite impressed by with you, Nico, (laughs) is, first of all, your ability to to predict what's going to happen. You just know. You know the formula of the show. You are like, this is what's going to happen next. There's going to be this necking on in the terrace. Like, you're all over it. But on top of that, and more impressive, is your ideas. You're not, you know, I didn't know you were this much of an ideas man. I'm an ideas man. And when it comes to Love Island, I think you should be calling the shots. Yeah. Because there's just been some things that you've thrown out there, this is how they should do it kind of vibe, that I'm like, yes, this would make the show so you're better. you're sitting there impressed with me. I'm, I'm impressed. Why are you telling me there and there, man? Because I can just keep feeding it. I'm pretty sure I did, but you know how like, you know, by the end of the day, you have this like Marley blindness and you're yeah. just like blocking me out. So you're saying. not really listening. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that I have this ability now, like where you are listening, yeah. where I can tell you. Well, actually, and I appreciate I think, that. Just touch me. Yeah. I think that at some point you should be the host of Love Island. Oh, I will. Yeah. And then and maybe I can date the host that's hosting now. My jammer. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That, wow. I think. I think that lots of people would If like I was to on that, that show, I wouldn't even be looking at the girls that are on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, who I'll can be, be flirting her? with Maya. It's hard to beat her. She's one of the best. Yeah. But I'm putting it out in the universe. There needs to be, or maybe we get a Love Island sponsorship <laughs> and they have us do some reviews. Not the Australian one, but. Well, I mean, if we could get a Love Island UK one, that'd be great. But maybe yeah. we make the Australian one better by being involved. Yeah, true. I just wanted to put it in the space. And I also want to hear if the listeners are about it. If you're not about it, get about it. Oh, it's so and good. And watch it from episode one for this season and tell us who your favourites are, who aren't your favourites, what they could do better. We just um, got to a big moment that had been spoiled for me on TikTok hmm. a, a week earlier and I'd said, oh, my God, I just saw a terrible spoiler. And well, we it, can't spoil it. I'm not going to. But I, it Far out. Upset. I talk yeah. about it yeah, so bad. <laughs> we spoil it for people. But, yes, and I'm sure that everyone who's watched up to date so far knows exactly what we're talking about. But I kept saying to Nico, oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. And then when it happened, you were really shocked. Yeah, I was shocked. Yep. Yeah. I thought she was going to stay in. Oh, leave it at that. Yeah. But Love Island, I think maybe if there are enough listeners who are Love Island fans, maybe we can have a little Love Island segment. Yeah. This is part of the show. And I'll kick it off right now with what I get really, really annoyed about. Do it. By the Love Island people is when they sit there and they listen and they just eavesdrop 
on their conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they say, I'm open to getting to know someone. But then they sit there and listen and watch. The person getting to know someone. Getting to know them. And then it's like they get annoyed at them when they come back and talk. Because and have they their can chats. hear everything. Oh, and they're just like, oh, well, you just want to sit there and talk to her for a couple of hours. Like, why aren't you talking to me? Here's it's a good like, example. Well, what do you mean? Like, we're all in here to get to know people. Yes. We're all doing the same That's thing. That's the whole game. You go talk to him. I'll, I'll go talk to her. Like, it's just. <laughs> and there should be, what you're saying is, I remember you saying this, I can paint the scene for people. Jess and Sammy, like this is not a spoiler thing. Jess and Sammy are a couple and a new girl, Leah, came in who we are fans of and feel like she's been done hard done by. Oh, I'm such a fan of her. Yeah. Sammy wants to get to know Leah a little bit. He tells Jess. Jess is not that happy about it, but that's the name of the game. He's, was it Jess or no? Yeah. And are they sitting there and talking for a long time and flirting and, and all that kind of stuff? And Jess was watching and she was getting really upset. And you're like, you know what? At those times, you guys should be able to be separate oh. and just, you know, do what you need to do. That's right. So that's our first note for the producers yeah. of Love Island. Yeah. We'll come with more. Mm-hmm. We will. <laughs> All right. So we've had some amazing feedback from the listeners as per usual. Yep. The first of which that I want to play for you is a voice message from a young man by the name of Jake. We really appreciate you, Jake, for, you know, following instruction <laughs> from our last episode and sending us a story about something that happened to him on a night out and now he's asking for what we would do in this situation. Hey, guys. I uh, just want a bit of feedback on what red flag you would have picked up on to prevent the following circumstances from happening. So I was on a night out up in Newcastle. Uh, me and this girl were getting along really nicely. Uh, we both had our own separate groups so as we stopped chatting to then, you know, reconnect with my mates and she went back to her mates. She sprayed me with her perfume and whispered in my ear, good luck talking to anyone else tonight. I didn't think anything of that. Uh, later on the night, we, you know, start hanging out again, have a bit of a dance, sit down, have a chat. She's very, like, abusive to her friends and to my mates because we we're in a group setting at this stage. I didn't pick up on that. We jump in the Uber, going back to her place for kick-ons. She's very rude to the Uber driver. I didn't pick up on that. Once we get back to their apartment, I don't even know where it came from, but there's a screwdriver. Long story short, I had a Phillips head screwdriver pegged at my forehead. The tip of the screwdriver hit me in the head about three centimetres of my eye, so I had a nice little cross for about two weeks imprinted on my noggin. So I'm just curious, at what point would have you called it to not get a screwdriver pegged at your head? Cheers. Incredible story. Great story. Do you have initial thoughts? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I, I know thoughts, you for the red flag straight away would be the perfume thing. I just find that a bit red hot. It is red hot. But you're kind of into that. I find it funny as. Yeah. I think that's like a great play by her because like it's – and she probably would have – sat there and watched him maybe even try to pick up and the girl was like, oh, no, what the fuck? But, yeah, I just think that's that's fair play. Like, I can, that's fucking hilarious. And just the whispering in his ear, good luck trying to pick up other girls tonight. Like, that's funny. It's probably a little bit of a red flag, but I think that's pretty funny. That Then the aggressiveness in the group sending um, at her friends and his friends yeah. is just like, well, she's just like, look at me, look at me, I want the attention. Yeah. And then... The rudeness to an Uber driver, I hate it when people- To me, that that's a get out of the car. I'm out. See ya. I, can't do that. I can't cop when people are rude to taxi drivers or Uber drivers. It's just like, they're just doing a job. Yeah. Trying to make money, put food on the table for their family. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm probably out of there by then. Same. Just drop her off and then just tell me tell the Uber driver to take me home somewhere else. And yeah, this screwdriver. screwdriver. What the hell? That is hectic. Like, first of all, violence is not cool in any way, shape, or form. And that seems like you need to sort some stuff out if you're throwing screwdrivers at people. But I agree. Like the perfume thing, you'd be like, whoa, that's a bit intense. But probably, I mean, if they're hot enough and you're into it, you're going to look past that. And, you know, rudeness to friends and your friends. Again, it could be there was something that was happening with her group of friends. I guess you're kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But it's the rudeness to the the Uber driver. That's the point where it's like, nah, that's just like – says a lot about you as a person because I think you can be super maggot and still not be an asshole to an Uber driver. And like she can do what she wants to her friends because I wouldn't even know them from a bar so I met them that night. But don't come up to my friends and be rude. Yeah. There's no way in the world I would ever let someone come up and start talking shit to my mates. Yeah. And then try and put them down to make her feel bigger. Like, no way. Yeah. Obviously, if she's hot enough and you're just attracted and you both want the one thing, that perfume thing is funny as play on. Yeah. But everything else, as soon as she's aggressive and mean to your friends, like, see you later. I don't know why some people do that, hey. They do that, like, negging thing where they think it's, like, funny or attractive to be mean to your friends or whatever. Yeah. I don't get that. I think that's gross. It is gross. And making a good impression on your friends is good for everyone. Right. Great story, Jack. Yeah, great story. Please send more of those. Yeah, in. that's cool. I hope like that, that. that was helpful <laughs> for you. Another really interesting and unique bit of feedback that we got over the last little while was from a listener whose name is Jody, and you can. Can we just actually before you keep going? Your baby sister just got back from Europe. Yeah, and we are very excited to see her. So I want to dedicate this segment to her to the old feedback feels with Kiels. Okay. <laughs> Kills isn't here, but she's here with us. Okay. Spirit. All right. So this feedback moment is for Kills. Okay. And I think she would have strong opinions about this particular feedback, can I say? <laughs> this is from Jody. Jody does some astrology readings. Now, astrology can be quite a controversial topic. Some people scoff at it, think it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I should say our little sister too, not just your little sister. Well, she's not your little sister. Well, she She's is, my little sister. But she's more of my sister now. Then she's mine. Yeah. Keep reading. Astrology, very controversial topic. Sometimes for me, astrology becomes too much when people are like, oh my God, you're such a Virgo. Like, you know, those <laughs> kinds of people. Yeah. Um, you're such a Gemini. Yeah. You, well, you are such a Gemini. And I think Fuck I off. am you such a Gemini. You can't just say you don't like it and give it to someone else. <laughs> anyway, Jodie does astrology readings. She just like off her own back, had been listening to the show and did a reading on Nico. And then the reading was quite accurate. And I was like, do me, do me, do me. And I just thought it was super interesting. I will read you a little bit of what she said about yeah, mine you, or yours. About you. Don't I, read too much. I'm not going to read too much. I don't want everyone to know what, like, what's going on in my life. Yeah, well, then maybe we should read some of this out, actually. Whatever anyway, she said, though, was absolutely it was so on the money. pretty spot on. Um, but like it's things like something about Saturn in his seventh house of relationship, like things like that that seem confusing. But the it was really, really spot on and that's what stuck out to both of us. For me, 
it was like really interesting and there were parts that were great. But then she also said, there's nothing in my marriage house, <laughs> which I could have cried about. And so then I was like, astrology is fake after that point. But I, I'm in all seriousness, Jodie really appreciated that. And I wanted to pose to the people, how do we feel about astrology? And why do we think there are those elements that are so accurate? Is it because it's like confirmation bias? Like you read something and you go, oh yeah, that speaks to me because that's what I want to speak to me. But there's parts like that I read of that and I was like, oh my God, that is so you. Yeah. Well, how? I just don't understand how it happens. Yeah. Like, just because you're born on a certain date, all those people in Gemini's, how are they all just the same people? Yeah, I don't know, hey. How There's going to be something to have two to personalities it. or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, how are Gemini's, just because you're born on that fucking date, you are the same as someone else? And there is, like, similarities. Because I find similarities in other Virgos, like... That we're all like a little bit control freak and perfectionist and like highly strong yeah. and stuff. And I find that with other, when I've like met other Virgos, I'm not surprised by like the similarities we have. I'd love to understand this a bit more. I actually would too. Yeah. And I'd like I never to- cared about this stuff ever. Yeah. Then when that came through, I was like, how do they know me just yeah. through a couple of words? Yeah. Some when you were born. Yeah. She must have Googled your birthday. Is that weird to you that that information is out in the public? No. Okay. I just find it weird. Why is it weird? No, no, It just feels weird. Yours is probably out there in public too. You post on your birthday the 18th or your 21st. Fair enough. <laughs> I just don't have a Wikipedia page. I think it's a bit weird that you people would chuck out photos of them in bikinis or that and that's weirder than... Having your birthday out there. Oh, yeah, it's so weird. You really hate when chicks do that. I do. <laughs> what? Wouldn't you rather have your birthday out there for you, everyone to see and your kids in the future than a big photo of your ass? I mean, yeah. Well. Okay. It's not that weird. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> it's now time for Weird Times with Nico. Okay. You've got some stuff for us. I do, I do. So this weird moment of mine when I was, I still do it actually, but when I was younger, I must have got told by someone that when you walk under a street sign or a sign that you have to scratch your head as you're walking under it or you're going to get bad luck. So ever since that day, I either I could walk around, so the two poles in the sign above you, I'll either walk around it or if I walk through it, I would just... Get a little scratch. Mm. Have you never heard that? No, I have heard that like walking under signs is bad luck. And actually, you scratch your head. See, I didn't know about the scratch your head thing. You know, it was the first person who pointed that out to me and I stopped walking under signs was our friend Ethan. Little Ethan. He, we were, I can't even remember going to Oztag or something once and I watched him like out, realize he was about to walk under a sign and like go out of his way. And I was like, why did you do that? And it's like, it's bad luck. And he took it very seriously. So people must have heard about that too. Mm. And then someone randomly just would have said, well, scratch your head, it's not that bad luck. And then this leads me to the next point of people say that when you get shat on by a bird, that it's good luck. And this isn't a weird time with me because I've always been in such a disagreement to that. I just think it's absolutely bullshit because if you're the one person that's walking in the street when a, a bird flies everywhere, and the likelihood of you getting shat on yeah. is very, very slim. So how? How is that good luck? 
That is the ultimate definition of bad luck. I mean, I when we were talking about this on the way here, I'm in total agreement with you. To play de- devil's advocate just quickly, could you not say though that the part of the reason it is good luck, good luck, because how I explained it, because of that the likelihood being so slim, and so the likelihood of it being. What are the chances that this particular bird flies at this particular moment when you're walking underneath and poos at the same time and the angle of it hits you on the arm? Is that where the thought of good luck comes from? I don't I don't think okay, so, you know, like Righto. So if you're walking down the street, which a lot of people have, in that particular time and a car comes and crashes into you and you die. That's so not the same. How is that not the same? You're in such a you're in a position in the world where no one else is at that particular time and you're unluckily in that position. Mm. Like I, it sounds that sounds really yeah, dim to say. Yeah, like, yeah but it's just that. And if yeah. a freaking plane comes out of the sky and crashes into you while you're walking the street, that's not good luck. Yeah, no. I get it. I, I like I said, I agree with you, but I just Look, was playing everyone's got, everyone could disagree with this right now. Yeah. And don't come at me, please, because I may agree with you as well. But it's just I just find that, and this is not weird times of anyone else, but Nico. So this is weird yeah. times, Nico, and I think that it's bad luck to get the bird shits on you. Mm. Because it happened the other day when we were training to our GPS girl, Jess. We call her GPS Jess. And she said, That's a great name. We're training at Sutherland Oval. There's like a bit of history lesson there for us. Um, it's where like the first Sharks team ever trained. Really? Anyway, and the bird like chat on her. And she's like, oh, it's good luck, but I was like, fucking no, it's not. <laughs> it is not luck, good luck because it could have flew by and shat on any of us, but shat on you. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So, and then I just think now – talking about this bad luck of a bird sitting on you, like it's just probably a silly growing under a sign and scratching your head or thinking it's bad luck. Yeah, like it's someone just made that thing. up and then it's just ran with it. Fair enough. But I think it's a really, like it's a very fair question about the bird poo and the good luck. We'd love some feedback whether you scratch your head underneath a sign mm. or you think it's bad luck to walk under there mm. and whether you think you agree with me that getting shat on is bad luck. We're about to get into our last segment. I do feel like we need to recap a few of the things we've asked the people to give us feedback on, right? Right. We'd love... Right. <laughs> we'd love to hear what you think about Love Island and whether we should have a Love Island segment. Mm-hmm. And maybe like if we can put a disclaimer out and be like, this is a Love Island segment. If you're not up to date, there could be spoilers. Fast forward kind of vibe. Maybe yeah. we could do it like that. Okay. listeners. It's probably a good time to add that we're not actually up, up to, to the latest date. No, we're not. One other thing I wanted to say. So don't message us if you're up to the latest but, yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get there, but we're not there yet. One thing I will say on I TikTok almost gave me a spoiler again, but the good thing you know I saw. Tells you, stop scrolling. TikTok. Yeah, I know, but you know what the good thing was? There is a very hot man finally <laughs> who comes in. Finally, I saw him. I was like, yes. Now we're going to have someone to root for. I mean, I like a lot of them, but there's actually a, he's hot. To as. root for? Yes. Or to root. <laughs> <laughs> Love Island. What was the other things? What do you think about astrology? Have you had any readings and things that have like really freaked you out? Why is it such a thing? And bird poo. Is bird it good poo luck? and walking under a sign. Yep. All right. Ins and outs time. Mm-hmm. You had an in and out and I took it from you, but did. do you have anything else? You go first. My in? Yep. As part of my... My in? 
like I said in my win, I've been riding heaps and you know you win. In win. <laughs> <laughs> I've been riding heaps, feel really good about it and like what's nicely being paired with that is reading. And again, it's not something that I make a lot of time for these days, reading for leisure. And I picked up a book at the airport. If anyone, I mean, people probably don't care, but one of my favorite writers is Murakami, who is a Japanese writer. Murakami. Murakami. Japanese writer. I really like his like Frank style of writing. It's very like real short sentences, basic stuff, but the way that he does it is so good. And I love like... I could talk about books all day, but I just haven't read and enjoyed reading for a long time. Picked it up. So reading is back in. And Is this for some Japanese? Ohayou gozaimasu. Watashi wa niko desu on the mai wa. Watashi wa maari desu. What's with the maari? Because I don't use L's. I did mm. Japanese for four years, man. Good on ya. So desu ka? Yeah, we don't need to be Japanese. But that's my in. Reading. Enjoying it, particularly this Murakami book. What's your out? My out. My out is like kind of an in, but I'm just flipping it to be an out. Um, my out is <laughs> using boring ways of saying things. I'm getting rid of that because I found this amazing girl on TikTok, I'm obsessed with her, where she has all these like hilarious sayings that I'm now going to adopt into my vocabulary and I'm just not going to speak boring anymore. I'm going to give you an example of what some of these sayings are. So this girl, she's this American girl. I'll put this TikTok up on the story after this episode goes live because it's really funny and I'm going to start putting these sayings into my life. So she, you're not going to think this is funny at all, but I thought it was so funny. (laughs) She... Okay, so one of the first things she says is not in a cool way. So what that is is like you could be talking about the most abhorrent thing that's happened, right? Like, you know, the ice caps are melting and the polar bears are dying and not in a cool way. And you just add it on to the end because it just seems really funny. Anyway, this isn't this is going really downhill quickly because it's a little look in your eyes. But there's this other one that you <laughs> this is not funny to anyone. It's really funny to me. She starts a lot of sentences by going as an English major and then like says something and it could be as an English major, I'll get the lasagna and it's anyway, maybe my out is just like not trying to talk. What the hell was that? (laughs) Honestly, as an English major. No, I'm explaining it. Is she trying to say that she's explaining it poorly? I'm explaining it poorly, but it's funny. I'm telling you it's funny. (laughs) As an English major, I'm going to no, get the lasagna. don't focus on that. Don't focus on that. I've just had a really bad job of explaining it. Not good at ad-libbing. I should have been more prepared. Watch of the, the polar bears and the... No, it's like I'm done a bad job of how this girl talks I just want to know it. what made you think of the ice and the polar bears. Because, like, when she explains it, she's like, you use it in a situation where you're talking about something like it's really bad and dire. Yeah. And what's something really bad and dire that I talk about all the time? You? Yeah. Feminist? Stuff. Climate change. You know, I talk about climate change all the time. Yeah. Yes. That's why that. Anyway. So I could be like, I'm going to become a vegan, but not in a cool way. Yes. Yes. See? 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 That's fucking ridiculous. 
No, no, no. I've just done a really. I've look. You know what? I'm gonna mess, gonna give myself an F. So she's saying as that. an English major, she's like a real smart person. No, you've missed it. You've missed that point. I'll show you the video. I'll, I'll. You know what? Maybe I'll send the audio to Sam. You can cut a little bit in here, and you'll be able to hear what she sounds like. Also, Sam is our producer. I don't know if we've ever said that. Thanks, Sam. Here's my current list of stupid things I've been saying. In my experience, this is guaranteed to make at least one person in the room cackle, but. I have been that one person every single time, so kind of take these with a grain of salt. They may have not in a cool way, so this is kind of nuanced. Please stay with me. Basically, you add this to the end of a sentence of anything that is inherently wretched and kind of god-awful. So it's like, oh no, the submersible is like probably stuck on the bottom of the ocean floor and imploded and like not in a cool way. Do you get it? You either get it or you don't at the end of the day. Then we have as an English major, this one's funny as fuck. Okay, so you do it when someone's like, oh, what do you want for dinner? You're like, as an English major, I would love to eat Mexican food tonight. Because it just kind of throws them off. It's like, where where are you going with this? And then you just kind of end up in a place that's normal. But the road that you took to get there, wow, what a journey. Mm, anyway. You got ins and outs or what? Stop looking at your phone. You've been that distracted. Well, anything can top that, seriously. An in for me would be, actually, I'm going to start with an out. And an out for me has got to do with you. And it is for you to stop finishing my sentences. Marley has a really bad habit. And it's not just mine. She does it to her sister and people anyway. It was like someone asks me a question like, oh, Nico, what was the score of the Jets, thing, Jets game today? Marley would be like, oh, it was 36-4. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Actually, that should be my out. Oh, what if, like, what did you have for breakfast, Nico? Oh, I was, I was thinking like, oh, I had a bacon egg roll and, and he had a chocolate milkshake. It's like, are you right? <laughs> I can finish what I'm going to say. I don't know why I do this. I really don't. I don't. I've always done it. I've always done it. I cannot tell you why. And, you know, my out was rubbish. I just wanted to talk about that TikTok girl. I'll... You can't. I'll take it. I'll I'll take it on. I'll take it on as part of my out as well. I've been trying to do it the last couple of weeks. Do you not think I've gotten better? No, not really. But you can't just use that as your out when I'm doing my out. She's trying to change the rules a lot this this whole I'm just podcast. been a silly, silly girl. I feel like a silly girl today. <laughs> and my in, because I'm put on the spot, because in was going to be like the Love Island and how good <laughs> the UK people are on this show. They're so good. Their accents, their banter. They're just really, really funny. And just have a watch of it if you want. Okay. So my in this week, Marley Silver, since you stole my in in a different segment. But you know what? I appreciate you brought that segment up because it's, it's not a bad segment to have. Yeah. Good quality conversation mm. with the English banter. Oh. Anyway, so my in would be since I moved into the new house, so loving the new house, I've decided because in my old apartment, we'd have family dinners all the time like we spoke about, but it was really, really small. So now I'm trying to have people over for dinner, different crew, like maybe one of the players and their partners or just some friends, some of your friends or whoever it is um, once a week. Open the house up since we've got more space, a good kitchen, barbecue at the back, entertainment area. So, yeah, and tonight we've actually got our cousin Bobby Law coming over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's actually playing for the Dragons, so have a good feed with her, catch up. We went to Bali together, talk about all our sickness in Bali. <laughs> but I encourage you, if you do have a nice house or a, a, a nice area for people to come over, bring bring some people over once a week. Make Maybe a different effort. friend, make the effort. That could be a good conversation starter and obviously we're big advocates for mental health and yeah. 
just could be a really nice thing that it's just an easy way to catch up, easy way to check in and talk over a really nice meal. Yeah. I love it. I love the dinner culture we are building in the house. Yeah. Cool. That brings us to the end of a bit of a weird, like, I don't know, silly vibe in today's record. Yeah. But I'm about it. You guys are getting to see every side of us. Uh, that's why we love yous. Keep listening. Keep sending us your messages, all those little bits of feedback that we've requested in this show. Also, we'll let you know that next week's episode, our interview um, with the incredible Sue Ellen, who is the co-founder of a foundation called Little Legs. It was created after she lost her beautiful daughter, Allegra, to a brain cancer. I just wanted to put the warning out there pretty early. It's a very intense chat. It's a very emotional one. There's a lot of tears. You might have to brace yourself a little bit and maybe even, you know, you might choose to listen to it at a different time if you're in a place where you don't want to take that on. Just wanted to put that out there really nice and early. Also, thank you for all the love on the Amy Shark app and particularly Nico's Troy um, Bolton. I got her a beauty. <laughs> Hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Give us a five-star rating. Follow us on Instagram at when we grow up pod. Because you didn't hear my name at the start, I'm Nico Hines. Marley was off me for that. <laughs> I loved having this chat with you guys. Always remember, up, up, Cronulla. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.